everyone, and welcome back to episode 37 of the Counseling Conversations podcast. This is Andrea, your host, and wherever you are in the world right now, I'm so glad to have you join us today as we talk about dealing with rejection. Also, Merry Christmas and Happy Holidays to all of my listeners near and far. Christmas and New Year's has just passed and we all know the holiday season can be a joyful time but also a difficult time for a lot of people. Don't forget to have some downtime for yourself. Do some deep breathing. And don't forget to add at least one activity of self-care a day that you normally wouldn't have. So, in the previous episode, we talked about rejection, that fun word we all love, and we talked about how rejection can show up in many forms and shapes. It pretty much is the refusal or dismissal of something that can leave us feeling very hurt and alone. I shared about an experience where my dog was refused entry onto the plane, not through any fault of ours, but it also brought up a lot of feelings of being turned down and dismissed and cut off for myself. So given that everyone experiences rejection and knowing that it has an effect on our mental well-being, what can we do about it? How do we deal with it when we feel so downtrodden about the circumstances around us? Before we get started on that, what I have learned over the years of many personal rejections in many various settings is that rejection is a helpful and even a positive thing because it gives a sense of direction. It has shown me what pathways are closed and what pathways I can focus my time and energy on instead. Of course, this is dependent on the context of the rejection, but generally speaking, the rejection gives essential information for proceeding to the next step or to the future. Sometimes having less open doors in front of you can make decision making a lot easier and as a result, your life easier. It makes your life easier, if that makes sense. So say, for example, you applied for three jobs in different countries because of relocating, right? And we know there are a lot of factors and stresses, as it is, when relocating. So if you received two rejections and one offer letter, it would make it clear which country to relocate to, and you could then focus your energy on the next step. If you received all three rejections, then that is also information that perhaps staying in the same job or country for the time being is okay. This might also apply the same for, say, friendships. If you had a bunch of five friends, say, who you regularly kept in close contact with, and one of them, for whatever reason, after many years, stopped reaching out, and you started to feel like they were pulling away, and they became unavailable for catch-ups. So whilst this would be initially shocking and potentially upsetting, this would give you information to continue investing in the other four friendships and focus your energy on spending time with the other four. This could lead to more fruitful friendships, more authentic 
connections, more memories, and you might also find that channeling, channeling your energy to the four people may turn out to be a better and more rewarding use of your own time and gifts. So let's now dive deeper and let's first talk about maybe what not to do when dealing with rejection. So what are some unhealthy ways that we often find ourselves falling into? So firstly, try to steer away and I mean do whatever it takes to not compare yourself to others. Comparison is a thief of joy. It is the thief of joy and rejection can sting more when we see someone else succeeding where we feel maybe we fell short. So we are all running our own race in this life with our own unique set of sufferings and successes. It is okay if your race looks different from someone else's because you are not running their race. If you have to follow Sorry, if you have to unfollow certain organizations or people on social media, or if you have to delete an app or spend less time around certain people that cause you to feel like you're lacking in something, or if you have to remove yourself from life events, go for it. Take the action. You have every right to look after your well-being because if you don't, no one else will. Speak to a therapist or counsellor about comparison if you really struggle with it. And I would also suggest that you write down your own personal achievements, the positive attributes that you have that have led to these personal achievements or accomplishments, and have this list ready to read to yourself every day if you can. Secondly, in regards to what not to do to deal with rejection, try try and detach from the rejection situation and do not take it personally. So this is obviously easier said than done and I understand that. However, it's important to see that the rejection is not an indication of your value. Recognize that you are inherently valuable and worthy And the situation cannot take that worth or value away. The rejection is usually situational, as we know, and it likely has nothing to do with you. Thirdly, don't try and avoid your feelings or downplay your feelings when you experience rejection. Often we might think that others have it worse than us, and so we should be grateful and not feel anything. Rejection is painful, your feelings are valid, and they deserve to be felt. You also deserve to be heard about it. So then what should we do about rejection? How do we deal with rejection? So first of all, acknowledge it. Acknowledge the situation and acknowledge it for yourself. Be aware that there has been indeed a rejecting situation and come to terms with it. Secondly, it can be tempting to bowl up your feelings and it might be tempting to ignore your feelings in order to move through it faster. But this can usually and usually always cause the feelings to come back more intensely at a later stage. As much as we have learned how to contain our emotions or distract ourselves, 
Emotions are designed to be felt, as we know. In fact, our emotions demand to be felt. So feel your feelings about it, whether that is feeling angry, upset, dismissed, hurt, abandoned, lonely, blamed, fearful, surprised. And, and then ask yourself what emotions this situation is bringing up for you. Feel your feelings and feel them without any judgment. Honor your feelings and maybe even write them down on paper. Whenever you feel, you heal. And next of all, share the rejecting experience with a trusted person or a loved one. So don't tough this process out alone. The next thing is to also identify the losses and grieve the losses. If there has been a loss of a friendship, a loss of a job, a loss of an opportunity, the loss of finances, the loss of a pay raise, the loss of hopes and dreams, try and look at it in the face, grieve the losses and come to terms with it. Again, if you do this with a trusted person or a mental health professional, it will probably help the process a lot more. Very often when we experience rejection, the situation is outside of our control, right? And there is nothing that can be done to change the situation. So notice at this point what is within your control aside from changing the original outcome that you originally wanted and observe what pathways you can channel your energy to. So what is within your means and what is within your control to focus on and change? Then lastly, I think this is the last point, which is very essential if we are wanting to deal with rejection. Begin a list of your past successes, your achievements and accomplishments, and the circumstances where you have been accepted. So perhaps you could begin a list of the things that you like about yourself and the things that you are proud of. For example, you might like a certain physical attribute that you have, or you may like that you have courage, that you have a lot of energy, and that you have compassion for other people. So what big or small thing are you proud of? Read this out every day to yourself and perhaps share it with a trusted friend. Sometimes rejection runs deeper than what we can try and solve and rejection for some people can trigger significant early life events and feelings of abandonment. So if this is the case, it's important to speak to your GP or mental health professional so that you can work through these concerns and get the help and freedom from this that you need. So to summarize today, we all inevitably encounter rejection and also we can overcome the painful feelings and move forward by first acknowledging the situation, feeling our feelings, sharing the experience with a trusted person, grieving the losses, focusing on pathways that are open and are accepting of us and channeling our energy there. Remember that you are not alone and your experience is valid. So that concludes this episode for today. Thank you for listening in, my friends. And until next time, may you have peace, empowerment, and experience joyful living.